now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plain Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. We have additional uh, passengers on board, or actually, I don't know, uh, sub-crew or family, Uh, a little bit of both, because Austin who is Dennis's son, is with us, I believe, for the whole show. Is that right, Austin? Are you going to hang? Yeah, uh, I think you guys are stuck with me. Okay, so uh, <laughs> he's been put in timeout, which means that uh, Austin is going to be with us for the entire show, and, and you made uh, made sure that was going to happen, right, Dennis, I assume? I did. Yeah. I, I uh, made sure he got back with the airplane in time for the show today. Okay. Uh, well, is that what it was? It's like you're gonna, you can take the airplane as long as you do the show with us. And uh, contribute accordingly, I guess, right? Basically, yeah. Oh, okay. He was like, you you can take the airplane and take your check ride today as long as you have it back before we have to record for JPR. Right. Okay. Well, at least he has his, his uh, priorities set correctly, or probably incorrectly, but for us, it works. So we'll just leave it at that. All right. So, look, we're just like a week or so away from the beginning of Sun and Fun. But Captain Dennis is already benefiting from some contacts that uh, you made leading up to the big event in Lakeland. Is that right? Well, that's right. Uh, Sun and Fun's been sending out a lot of press releases about, you know, things to do, vendors to check out, and, you know, also incentives for people that decide to fly it. They have a whole bunch of discounts, free deals, swag for people that are flying in. And a couple of weeks ago, I noticed uh, one of the vendors was a company called Airbly. I had never heard of this before. And so, of course, I turned to the interwebs and Googled it yep. and uh, was quite intrigued. And so I talked to uh, Chris at Airbly and wanted to take a look at uh, the product. And lo and behold, I now have an Airbly tra- uh, transceiver in my airplane and we've been working with it. Uh, and so I'm going to have him kind of describe more about what it does. But it, it's a really cool piece of tech that can automate a lot of your flying and, and tracking of your maintenance. Well, I like the sound of that. Uh, Chris, welcome to Just Plane Radio. Not only are you picking up the phone there at the offices, but evidently you're a pretty good salesman because Dennis uh, picked one up, I guess. Is that the case? And that's how yeah. it works? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we set one out for him to start trying in his Mooney. And they have, a, I don't know, probably about 10 or 12 flights under the be- under the belt now. Yeah, he's been raving about it. And uh, just so I, I'm clear, I mean, I've looked it up on the website as where, uh, well, uh, airbleed.com. And uh, basically, it's like an engine monitor, flight monitor to kind of take care of all your maintenance and just flying time, uh, you know, kind of make it brainless. Is that a fair assumption or what? Yeah, it, uh, it's, a, it's a small box. It just automatically records all of your uh, flying time, engine start and stop time, time in the air, landing count where you went and it automatically builds a logbook for that aircraft and then additionally it will also track the crew on board using some smart keychains we have and uh keep a log of who flew when okay so it'll list like captain dennis in the uh uh, pilot chair uh, austin in the co-pilot uh greg your first mate parasitic drag that kind of thing it'll it'll monitor all that (laughs) automatically right 
Uh, it only right now it only does two pilots, pilot and command. Second, oh, that, command. I'm good with that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so uh, yeah, it'll at the when the engine starts, it'll wake itself up and start logging that flight. Uh, no interaction on the pilot's behalf and tracks you as you fly. And then when you land, it sends a final message with, Hey, the engine was on for 1.4 hours. You were 1.2 hours in the air and you landed twice. There you go. So was this something that, uh, you were a pilot and you thought, Hey, uh, there's a need of tracking something like this. Sure. If you have the latest, I guess, glass panels, some of this stuff is built into some of that maybe, but probably not to this extent, but is that how it was, you know, how it was developed or why you created this product or what? So um, I live up in Canada, and in Canada and actually a lot of other countries but the U.S., there's a requirement to keep a journey log for an aircraft, or sometimes called a tech log. And it's just like keeping your own pilot's log, but it's one for the aircraft as well. In the U.S., that's not really required. Um, and we're all human. We write down horrible numbers in those logbooks all the time. And right. When it's in your own logbook, it's not a bit, as big of a deal, but when it's in the logbook shared by... 10 other pilots, they get a little grumpy. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, why can't I automate this? Yeah. And so I set off to build the, the Phoenix aircraft monitor. There you go. Well, and, and nine times out of 10, you can't read anybody's writing anyway. So <laughs> that might be another uh, advantage to a system like this. So airbleed.com is the website you can go to. And, and it's set up kind of like you, what, do you pay a subscription fee for this or, or buy it outright? Or how's it work exactly? Yeah, there's a uh, there's a hardware piece. Um, so the Phoenix Aircraft Monitor is a three hundred twenty nine dollar box, um, but we're offering it the fly in style fly in in style program at Sun and Fun this year for two forty nine. Oh, okay, and then there's a uh, annual service fee that starts at seventy nine dollars a year for basic service and works its way up to all the way up to unlimited tracking and ADSB and things of that nature. So, Dennis, uh, how does this install in your Mooney? Well, that's the great part. If you can take the uh, backing off of the 3M tape, you stick it to your dash. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Uh, it's got a rechargeable battery that uh, is supposed to last uh, you know, a couple of months uh, of normal use. And it also has just a, a little USB cable, so you could actually plug it into a cigarette lighter adapter and just have it keep charging all the time in the plane if you want. Okay. But I like it because you can forget about it. It just sits up there and it just does its thing. And it uses, I think, the Global Star or Iridium, one of these uh, satellite networks, so it doesn't require cell service. So it'll work no matter where you are to upload the position data the landing information, all of that. It's got its own little GPS to know where it is. So it's really a, a smart, self-contained little box. Mm-hmm. And where I think the value is for Chris is the back end that he's working on. That fact that it's uploading all those flights as you, you know, t- if you go bebopping between several different airports, it's landing all the locations and, and tracking that for you and showing you where you landed and took off from and keeping track of those hours. And there's integrations coming and already in place to work with companies like CoFlight that uh, will automatically add those flights to your maintenance tracking. Uh, We were inquiring about possibly interfacing it with My Flightbook, which is the online logbook that I use. Um, All of this is possible because they have an open API that would allow developers to integrate. Well, there you go. Keeping a three ring binder in the plane and having to write all those numbers down, I can just let this track it. And even his app, as it's written today, has the ability to track things like my oil change, 
when the AD is due on the oil, fuel injectors and on the, the ignition switch so I can see a countdown of when I need to do maintenance tasks that's being updated without me having to go remember and you know take a look at the current tack time and do the math on it. I can just look right on the Airbly app after every flight or before every flight even and see exactly how many hours left to go based on the actual engine runtime. Well, and plus you got the added family bonus of knowing when Austin's going to take the plane up and uh, join the Mile High Club and that kind of thing, right? Well, even better yet is I get email notifications the minute the thing starts wow, up. Wow, I, I don't know if you want that. Notification <laughs> and who's in the airplane because of the little key fob. I notice so, Austin's being noticeably quiet at the moment. but I plead the fifth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but there is another nice feature as well. I mean, this is this has the ability to also act as a uh, like a spot type tracker where if you needed to send an SOS, there's a little push button on the side. So if you wanted to, this could be like a personal locator beacon for you as well for emergency use. So it's it's kind of serves a multiple purposes. So if you're already yeah. thinking about subscribing to the spot service just to be able to have a tracker so your wife can find where the plane is if you're up in Alaska or you know <laughs> over the Everglades where there isn't a lot of cell service. Uh, this might be a good solution. Well, it sounds like it. That was the goal, I guess, when you guys developed it. Is that right, Chris? It started out as a logbook. And it just blew up on you. And you just, just said, hey, it does all this you. extra stuff, too. Let's throw it in there. Well, I why like not? It. Yeah, it makes sense. Airbleed.com. Uh, that's how you can go and, and find out uh, information about the product. And, of course, if you go to flysunandfun.org, I guess that special will be up there through the show. Is that right, Chris? Yep, yep. Just stop by with your little flying style card. We're in Hangar D, booth 93. Look them up. We will be. We'll be hanging out there, and they'll know it because they'll already know where Dennis's plane is by tracking it. Simple as that. We got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Gators approach the great and powerful Ross. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great! But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How is that going with a plane? We managed to help someone whip it, but in so doing, the engines were damaged beyond repair. You won't fly? I wish I had better news, but we'll find a way to bring you home. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and his son, Austin, with us today, too. Uh, just helping out, or maybe he's in timeout. We're, we're not quite sure. Uh, I, I will say, right before the show, though, Dennis did send me a picture of Austin uh, lounging or stretched out on the wing of the moon. Is that what that was? It almost yep. looked like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, that... that pose that like burt reynolds did in playgirl magazine well, it from back wasn't the- quite like that it was more of a celebratory victory pose thumbs up you know oh okay uh, that sounds okay because i was getting a little just feeling a little awkward i'm like what is this uh so he was just lounged back giving the thumbs up on the wing and, I think uh, it was a big relief for him, and that's so. That's why he was lounging on the wing of the airplane, going, "Oh, thank God, it's over." Is that what it and, was, or, or stayed together, or I don't know what what was the picture all about exactly? Then, Dennis. Well, uh, Austin has uh, officially unlocked the final achievement uh, of his flight training. Uh, oh. He is now a CF double I, a CFI. And an MEI. He just finished his CFII check ride today. Okay, so it's not a picture for uh, Tinder, even though you could use it that way if you want, Austin. I mean, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> okay, there you go. See, they're going to be swiping left in no time. Is wait? Is that the right way? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're correct. Know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> got to stay up with the with the technology yeah. with these kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure nobody's going to swipe right for us. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I don't even remember which one's what, but. Uh, I've I've heard of these things, but now, but yeah, it's a cool pick. But you're it was a celebratory, celebratory. photo of uh, you uh, achieving this this new milestone in your aviation career. Is that right? Yeah, that that's kind of what I was going for. Uh, came inside, passed the check ride. We have a uh, at my flight school. We have like a big bell to ring, like when we pass the check ride. So yeah. when that bell gets rung, like people materialize from the walls and they're like, oh, who passed the check ride? Oh, nice. so like everybody came out. Like I was like, I'm taking a ridiculous picture. I don't care. Yeah. And it was funny. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I mean, and you, you, you know, those milestones, you have to celebrate them accordingly, either with photos or with friends. And, and so you finally, you feel like you've really, uh, you know, achieved a new level of, of stuff in your aviation career. Right. Are you feeling like a kind of a big deal now or what? Well, um, it's just kind of like the the cherry on the top. Like yeah. I've been instructing full time now for the past five months. Right. And like 
I'd always been getting into like weird situations of like, oh, I can't teach that because I'm not a double eye. I need to get mm-hmm. my double eye done. Yeah. And it, that was like just the final kick over the edge to just do it because I'm extremely lazy. Mm-hmm. And I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Well, I'm going to do it. So you got it done. Here and I did it. Yeah. So f- from here on out, what does this mean exactly? You can pretty so much do anything now, you want or what? For now, at uh-huh. work, I can instruct in basically every airplane. I'll be getting checked out like in the next like couple of weeks. Be yeah. MEI, CFII, yada yada yada. So a lot of I'm eyes. opening up yeah. a lot more opportunities for myself. Yeah, yeah. like training uh, some radio guy to uh, fly airplanes. Who, I've been who would that I've, be? Yo, I've been waiting for uh, Austin to get his uh, double eye like this. So uh, then, oh, then okay. I could consider. Uh, getting back well, in the plane. I heard that an instrument instructor is super valuable for a private pilot. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one? Are you, are you, you mean me? I don't know if he's talking about me or not. <laughs> no, he he's uh, being sarcastic in <laughs> uh, that you don't need an instrument instructor to do primary training. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, when I'm looking for my uh, instructors, I'm looking for overachievers. You know, like oh, Austin. you're looking for one that can take you through the entire progression. Of you can just stay with that well, yeah, one instructor I, forever. Now. Yeah, because yeah, once I guy. once I start, I don't stop. I mean, that's just kind of how I roll. You you know that because well, I, I started kind of a full circle, isn't it? Though, well, Greg? I, well, it is. But I remember I started what like over ten years ago, and I haven't stopped. I've never stopped. <laughs> I'm I'm just on the scenic route to getting my private pilot certificate. <laughs> Well, That's and my remember how many years ago was it that Austin, you know, soloed that airplane, and yeah. now here he is, a CFII instructor, and you're still a student pilot. Yeah, well, that's huh. uh, I, I'm just taking my time and enjoying the whole process, really soaking I mean, it if in. You think about it; we're all student pilots. That's still, right. right. See, a good pilot yes. is always learning. See, he picked that much up, go. and I, and even I got that. So there, Dennis, take that. Well, it's <laughs> I won uh, all of branch. Yeah. All right. Well, and remember that I've been waiting for him to get his double I because then now that he has that, mm-hmm. he'll get checked out on their multi-engine uh, trainers down at uh, his work, which means I can finally go get my multi-engine rating because if I'm going to pay somebody to teach me to fly a twin, it may as well be my son that gets the hours towards his you know experience that he needs got it so well did so you he's gonna uh, now train me well that's what i was wondering but when he started this whole process didn't you train him on some initial things or no i don't remember. well actually i signed him off for his double i right okay so, so that's weird so he's he's also my first ever student that i've put through that's what the i FAA thought program and got him to a check ride and passed isn't that so i've got that, a 100 success rate right now well well that's true but does that feel a little odd that the uh, student now becomes the instructor do you feel a little strange about that or or more even more proud i definitely feel strange about that yeah well i maybe yeah so, I don't know. It's like the grasshopper becomes the sensei. There you go. So, are you ready? Are you going to put him through the paces when he does this kind of stuff, uh, Austin? It's it's payback time, baby. <laughs> um, redacted. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like uh, a son that uh, sometimes still lives at home. So, there you go. <laughs> and don't blame wants him. to use the airplane right exactly yeah. there's uh there's some issues there that uh, he has to navigate accordingly so who can blame him but uh but you are going to come to uh sun and fun uh as well austin right so are you on a mission to kind of you know accomplish anything in particular 
you know, career wise, or are you just going to go there to soak up all the festivities? What do you think? I'm mainly on a mission to just have a week and a half off of uh, instructing. Okay. But it's also going to be a good opportunity to get some feelers out, see what the uh, uh, almost having ATP minimums uh, like job opportunity is like. Right. See if I can talk to anybody. But really, I just want to go there, have fun. There you go. Well, that'll be easy. It's a great event to do just that. But, yeah, you can do a little networking on the side as well, especially somebody uh, like Austin who's getting all the skills and and all the check rides and everything that he needs to go work for one of the big guys. So we'll see how that evolves and cover it accordingly here on Just Plain Radio. Who knows? Maybe he'll even end up teaching Dennis and me. That could happen. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care, on me, and not one of them Bangham and Binham joints, something really nice. It would be nice to go back to pilot school. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and his son, Austin, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. So uh, there has been some pretty big news going on in the industry. You know, we usually get a an influx of uh, big big stories there before the big uh, Sun and Fun show. They make, uh, make some pretty big announcements. This is one I didn't see coming uh, from Textron. Uh, did you predict this yourself, uh, Dennis? I, I- I had no thoughts at all about no, that. I mean, I was I surprised when Textron, you know, merged and bought, you know, Beechcraft. That was kind of crazy. But this, this came out of nowhere. Right. Uh, at least as far as I'm concerned, you know, uh, but Textron has uh, agreed to acquire Pipistrel. Hmm. Which actually is the uh, manufacturer that makes the Panthera. 
and their their Velus electroplane. And I think that's really the whole impetus behind this acquisition is that uh, Pipistrel has been at the forefront of the electric airplane. They're the first ones to get a certified electric plane. So, so uh, and they also happen to be the manufacturer with the coolest names. <laughs> you know, the Panthera and then what virus. Was, yeah, what and, was the uh, one you just mentioned? The Electro what? They call it the the uh, electro or uh, the Vela, yeah the Velus Electro, which is their electric airplane. The Velus uh, Electro. I mean, it sounds like something from you know, like the X Men or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I I don't know. I like the name of their aircraft. They come up with some pretty cool names like Panthera, the Electro, and then you want to you know or something. I don't know. I, maybe it's just me, but, they, but sounds, I, they're pretty they're pretty cool aircraft. When you look at them, and we've talked about them, obviously, beyond just the cool names. I mean, that was a, an aircraft that we wanted to take a little test flight in. So now we got well, to get on it, right? I still think we have to. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to go head up to Inverness here sooner rather than later before uh, we're not able to go take a test drive in that airplane. Yeah, well, or test flight. We wanted yeah. to get off the uh, tarmac if possible. But I would assume they'll be at Sun and Fun uh, probably answering a lot more questions uh, this time around, since this news just broke, you think? Oh, I bet there's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got to. What, what do you think, Austin? Is that are they on your list uh, for an aircraft that you want to go try out, or have you been in one before, or no? I've seen a couple, but mm-hmm. I would like to see the Panthera. See, see, yeah, yeah. See, the kids are they're into the cool mm-hmm. names, so. Mm-hmm. They're just as uh, enthralled with that kind of stuff as I am. So, we're, we, you know, we're bringing everybody together here on Just Plain Radio. And now we have a new mission. So we'll see how it goes. And I hope that's good for the for Pipistrel. I mean, uh, that'll definitely give them some more, uh, you know, money behind them, I would assume. And that's usually why they kind of make these mergers uh, with another company that they want to get more resources available to them. So hopefully that will be good for everybody. We'll We'll have to wait and see, I guess, right? Well, it definitely uh, looks good for general aviation in that we have, you know, somebody with the, with the size and strength of Textron um, willing to invest in electric airplanes, you know, since they consider that, you know, pretty crucial for the future. Yes. But it also does round out, um, you know, a noticeable gap in their fleet, too. You know, right now, the, the default trainers is Cessna 172. But what is uh, Pipistrel known for? Primarily small light sport trainers. Well, Cessna killed off their Skycatcher years ago, so mm-hmm. maybe that will fit back into the lineup. That will have a, yeah. a lightweight, inexpensive two seat trainer again. Right? Yeah, because that, that it does look pretty cool. And uh, you know, like like you said, we we've been trying to set up a time to go over there and and uh, go for a ride in one of these things. And I, yeah, you're right. I think that makes a lot of sense in that in that regard. We'll have to wait and see. Now, another story that we've been following. Um, is from our friends up north again and Canada. They uh, were talking about doing a luxury aircraft tax that uh, we're like, oh, God, please. I know, you know, the the pilots are easy targets to get more money out of, but it looks like the the Canadians might have come to their senses. Is that right? Well, that's uh, that's what the uh, latest update has been on their draft legislation. But it was just very interesting that they the way that they were looking at this tax is they were going to tax any airplane that was uh, over a hundred thousand dollars on uh, at the luxury tax, but they were treating boats had to be over a quarter million dollars. It's like how is that fair? It's not. <laughs> I mean, 
northern Canada, I mean, everybody's seen ice pilots, right? Uh, how do you get around in the northern Northwest Territories and places like that? You know, general aviation, small planes, and now all of a sudden they're going to treat, you know, tra- you know, essential travel as a luxury. Right. And yet the guys that are out in boats catching their bass when they could go get a piece of, you know, a box of frozen Mrs. Paul's for five bucks, those guys are okay on a quarter million dollar boat without having to pay a luxury tax. Well, so. and that's true. And have you seen the way those uh, different groups dress? Those uh, pilots, those, I mean, they, they look like uh, borderline homeless people compared to a, a yachty. Yeah, because it costs you six figures plus to get all the ratings and whatnot to become a commercial pilot. Yeah, exactly. Right. Ask me about it. I know. Yeah. Well, he, he definitely does. There's no question about that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, it, it looks like somebody raised, raised a stink and they listened. So uh, now they're evening it out or they may wipe it off uh, the books altogether or we don't know yet. We don't know yet, but at least it, it sounds like it's uh, it's more or less off the de- off the table right now. But I mean, a twenty percent luxury tax uh, that that was going to be you know basically kill the GA sales in Canada at that right. point. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll uh, you know get back on the uh, the right flight path and realize that was uh, uh, you know they were, they were, they didn't think that went through as normal politicians don't unfortunately. But we got to stay on them. And, and get them as uh, informed as we possibly can, and uh, we'll continue to monitor that accordingly. Okay, so what else do we got going on here uh, this week, Dennis? There was another story, too, right? Well, British Airways is now featuring aviation gin. Does that count? I mean, we're, we're oh, always... Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot's got to drink. Might as well drink something with an aviation theme to it when they're not flying the aircraft. Let's uh, get that out there, too. But yeah, who's who's the guy who owns that again? I just saw his movie yeah. on Netflix this week. It's Ryan Reynolds yeah, that actually Ryan owns Reynolds. Aviation Gin, and and apparently he tried to produce a uh, a safety briefing video, but it was promptly rejected. Uh, but if you have a chance, go out and you know go out on YouTube and search for British Airways Aviation Gin. It's hilarious. Typical Ryan Reynolds. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sm- you know, almost sounds like looks like Deadpool's right there. You know, right. Well, his new movie, um, you know, it's it's kind of like a Back to the Future update kind of thing. It's it's actually quite entertaining. They do a very good job with it, and, and he's a pilot in it. You know, yeah, in a futurist, futuristic project. I yes, believe it's called. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, I, it was very entertaining. Good family yes, fun. I, I well, enjoyed that one. Take maybe not as family as you may. There's a he works a little Deadpool angle in there every now and then on that, but it, it's very entertaining. Typical Ryan Reynolds, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I do wonder what his aviation background is, other than just drinking and talking about aviation. Well, uh, I keep trying to send messages to their PR department at Aviation Gin, and they they don't respond for some reason. Too busy drinking, love, and not, exactly. But yeah. we talk about aviation gin and other rums and things like that. Come on, Ryan, join us. Come We'd on. love to hear about it. This would be the perfect platform to promote your concoctions. I think it just makes sense. And when you're not flying, once again, you always got to get that uh, disclaimer in there because we don't encourage. Well, you that, can be but, flying as long as it's the passengers that well, are drinking it. And, you know, it's like wearing a bomber jacket. If you're into aviation, you know, you, it's. Uh, Everything that you know, indulge in uh, has uh, kind of a pilot aviation theme to it, right? Yeah, as Dennis pops on his uh, baseball cap featuring the Just Plane Radio logo that you can do as well at JustPlaneRadio.com. All right, coming up, they're going old school, these educators, as they want to drill 
down and really make you connect with some knowledge you need to know as a pilot. That's next on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. This test today, it's important. I got it. I'm going to make you look good up there. Don't worry. Okay, now let's get these pants off and fly some planes. I'm learning to fly around the clouds. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis and his son, Austin, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, so some educators, uh, flight instructors, I don't know, what is this group? But they're going old school to kind of get pilots to learn this stuff. Is that right, Dennis? Well, it's actually the FAA. Uh, oh, they've well, there you go. on a mission They for never came out years. of the old school, I don't think. <laughs> no, they? they're the definition oh, okay. of old school, right? unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to keep de- dragging them, kicking and screaming into the modern era. But, yeah, they but, don't, know, but they don't like evolving. these. They don't like these uh, things called computers. Uh, as much uh, because they're they're going to use flashcards. Is that what? Did I read that correctly? Really? <laughs> Essentially, yes. That's what they're doing. Uh, we have a large problem uh, in this country and maybe even worldwide with wrong surface uh, operations. Basically, things like Harrison Ford landing on a taxiway. It happens more often than you think. And as a pilot, you go, "How can that possibly happen?" But it's happening consistently at 11 airports across the country at a much higher rate. In fact, as Austin can attest, uh, our old home airport back in Minnesota was usually in the top 10 and actually is number two on the list here, uh, Flying Cloud Airport. And and what happens is because of the layout of the airport, the the uniqueness of the terrain, whatever, there's something that uh, basically combines to provide miscues to the pilots at uh, at our old airport flying cloud you had two parallel runways that were slightly offset one one started you know a quarter mile before the other yeah and if you came in from the wrong direction you'd see the southern parallel and the large taxiway that went with it think that you were lined up on the two the two parallel runways so people would wind up landing they're cleared to land on the right and they'd land on the left runway thinking it was the right runway hmm so, you know, so things like that. So what the FAA is doing is putting uh, basically a different version of the taxi diagram, and they're calling it an air arrival alert notice. And it's going to be like a little flashcard with notes highlighting the areas of concern so that you can see where those two runways are. And, you know, it'll be like a photo and have it a little highlighted. So like your little baseball trading card or a flashcard or whatever to help pilots visualize what they're supposed to see when they come to this airport and to try to mitigate some of these wrong service events. Yeah. So okay. you're going to find them starting in May 19th. They're going to be uh, in the digital charting cycle. So uh, I'm thinking you'll probably find them in like the terminal procedures, binders, and maybe even the uh, uh, chart supplements. Got so it. that'll be something to watch for starting May 19th with your digital charts. Well, will that pop in uh, into four flight and stuff like that too, or what? Yes, definitely okay. will be in four flight because it's in part of the digital uh, 
cycle. So but the actual hard flashcards, what will be like at the local FBO, like, hey, we got this for you. Uh, kind I of expect thing. we'll see the fast team, uh, the FAA, you know, safety team people mm-hmm. uh, will probably put together some sort of handouts, uh, you know, whether it's something to put up at the bullet board at the local FBO yeah. um, or even maybe make flashcards to pass out old school style. But these are going to be incorporated as like an additional taxi diagram or an instrument approach plate in your binder. You'll be you'll see the air alert, arrival alert notice. Uh, will be one of the available documents you can see for those airports. Got it. So the people making these incursions, are they mostly older folks like us that might, uh, yeah, you know, may, may take hold to that old technology a little bit better as far as learning this stuff, as opposed to someone like Austin who would uh, prefer I, it? I don't think so at yeah, all. You, I, yeah. I literally, I watched a charter-like jet land on the taxiway. At that oh, flying wow. cloud airport, yeah, I've seen a Pilatus almost land on the taxiway. Um, there's a guy that just taxied onto like the perimeter road that very clearly says no airplanes, but you know hmm. things happen. Okay, it, well. I mean, at the end of the day, things happen. But if you put in all that uh, ninety-one one hundred three pre-flight action yeah. and do your due diligence to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into flying to whatever airport. It shouldn't be an issue, but we still get that perfect storm of like terrain, runways that are offset weirdly. So any more information that we can get as a pilot to prevent that issue, thumbs right. up to my book. Okay. So the more the merrier, whether it's flashcards or, you know, once you do it correctly, you get a gold star, you know, or yeah. something like that. Well, gold <laughs> you, if you do it correctly, they don't give you a phone number to call. So just go with well, that. Well, there's yeah. that. True. But, but you, you know, like if you do it incorrectly, you know, it's like, oh, sorry, it's, you got to go to, you got to go to the corner, Tommy. Sorry. You've been, you're in timeout. Uh, oh, and by the way, you're going to have to call the FAA. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're just trying to make it more, I don't know, idiot proof. Sounds like to me, right? The problem is we keep making better idiots, but well, you know, there's, okay. there's really no Can excuse. <laughs> yes. But uh, there's a lot of things that we can do to, you know, to help set ourselves up so we don't have those failures. You know, you have almost everybody's got four flight in their airplane. Put on extended center lines on four flights so you can see Love where you're that. supposed to be mm-hmm. lining up. Um, if you have a modern GPS that's got instrument approach capability, even if you're flying VFR during the day into an airport, load up the RNAV or the ILS or some instrument approach because it'll show you where you are on the center line of the runways and help give you an additional information to orient yourself correctly, especially if you're going into an airport that you are not familiar with it. Right. Yeah. The, the it, more, more more systems you got working for you and backing you up, the better. If you're a serious driver, you can even tell the airplane, I'm taking off on this runway and I'm landing on this runway. And it even dings, hey, are you, you're not near that runway. Hey, you know, what are you doing? So, what the, what, the Cirrus talks back to you or Siri or both? S- Siri, Cirrus. <laughs> you can tell it, like, I want to go to runway 1-3. Yeah. And if you end up, like, lining up on, like, runway 5 or something like that, they're going to be like, hey, um, check runway. And it's literally like a cast message that, like, shows up. Check runway. Right. Or so. Dave, I can't do that right now. <laughs> but that's that's a whole different time. But Open the cow flaps. Siri. I can't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I well, you know, whatever, you know, whatever they can add to make it uh, more clear and whatever you can do to cre- create some redundancy 
to wake you up if uh if you you're on the the path to ruin you know you don't want yeah you don't want to make a, mis- a dumb mistake and, they, and most of those things are just like you're kind of like as soon as you land it'd be like oh man I, and you realize it immediately almost usually right well they'll tell you <laughs> well right good point hey dummy yeah it's not usually quite like that but not far from it uh so don't be that guy so what else we got there dennis just a couple minutes left well, since we're on the subject of the FAA, um, actually, you know how we say that they can't, they, they want to be, keep doing things old school and we have to kick them, drag them kicking and screaming into the future. Well, they're mm-hmm. actually looking at improving something. Okay. Flight instructor certificates have an expiration date. Every two years as a CFI, we have to sit through a flight instructor refresher clinic in order to renew our certificate, or we have to go through some other hoops like uh, sign off so many uh, different pilots for so many uh, flights under the wings program mm. or recommend a certain number of students for check rides and have them pass. All of those things can keep you as an active flight instructor. And if you lapse, the only way to get your flight instructor certificate back is to do a full flight instructor check ride again. So wow. what the FAA is looking at doing is actually eliminating the expiration dates for the CFIs. And they're going to have something more similar to the WINGS program to keep people current where you can go in and have a more appropriate refresher type of activities instead of this mandatory 16 hours that you can't skip through. You have to sit there at the computer for the full time. And I'm really looking forward to that because I'm coming up for my renewal here in September. So. Well, you've been doing enough. Well, haven't you been doing enough students to stay active anyway, or no? I I I probably have, um, but you still you have to go contact FISDO then and say, you know, I need you to do my flight instructor renewal. Here's the the number of systems. It's just a bunch of extra paperwork that doesn't really do add any value. So, you know, if we can do that, that lets those FAA safety inspectors do other more important things. Yes. And that would be an improvement. Let's get rid of the flashcards and apply it to other things that matter. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.